Hello, dear listeners. This is Editing Dan, editing for 116 today for your listening pleasure. Last week, you had um, an incident involving Penny and a hotspot. Now, before you stop playing this because of those annoying fucking noises that were happening every fucking few seconds, uh, the hotspot issue is not an issue anymore, so you won't get any of those annoying signal issues. Thank God for that. Um, but I do have to tell you that for the first 15 to 20 minutes, For some fucking reason, Penny had her microphone switched the opposite way of where you're meant to be speaking into, uh, therefore defeating the point of an actual microphone. Uh, We are, again, 116 episodes into podcasting, and she still doesn't know which way around a fucking microphone goes. Uh, I didn't really need to tell you this because I did a pretty good job at uh, covering up the... uh, the mistake and uh, it's 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 noticeable but not that noticeable I didn't really have to mention I just thought I'd throw her under the bus because uh, I don't know I kind of felt like it anyway enjoy the episode so now we've got a dynamic in the, in the film because one of them is really smart and the other one is Welcome to episode 116. Good morning, everyone. How are you? I'm great. I just woke up. I'm having a glass of wine. It's <laughs> going back to old Dan ways. You know? Sausages. It it's is half past 27 p.m. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, at night, not in the morning. No. Which I thought it was. I, I wasn't. I was I'm not going to lie. I wasn't convinced you were going to wake up. It's true. She wasn't. No. Oh, I had the Evanescence song in my head. Just wake me. It's playing. And then I you... saw your messages and thought, oh, shit. They woke me up through the text messages. That's what I was trying to do with the food talk. Brain. It did, yeah, because you woke up and you immediately talked about, what, mashed potato or something. We were talking about what food we would have at your funeral, whether we'd have McDonald's or potatoes. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I didn't realise. I just saw have, the word potato. We figured we'd have both. You know, one as, a, yeah. as an homage to your Irish heritage and the other for us. Because <laughs> that's what funerals are for, the people that are left behind. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thanks. I didn't realise it was about me. So, uh, Very much appreciate it. Uh, joining me is... Uh, is Penny. Hello. And Andy. Hello. Who I Ooh. very, very quickly before these two talk, and then we talk about our favorite film of the week, which is Dead Man on Campus. <laughs> Nobody's favorite film of one any of, week. One of, one of many Penny films that are all exactly the fucking same. I'm teaching um, you about the 90s. Yeah, I've already we been both taught about it. it. Yeah, we Not what years were you born? Not really. There was 1091, so the very yeah. fucking start. Yeah, so you weren't watching this by the time you were like eight, were you? You were watching we, Toy Story. The There's probably a reason why I wasn't watching it, Penny. Yeah, <laughs> and probably, no one else was. That's probably why we prefer higher brow films. <laughs> probably, because that's what you were brought up exists. with. I was brought up with this shit. <laughs> Don't pour your misery on us. Right, so um, I very quickly watched one film 
this week, and it's been hinted at for many weeks. But let's get it out of the way. I watched Clerks 3. Oh, yeah. Here we go, boys. Here we go. For official first review <laughs> coming in. Possibly going to be the only review. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, it's, it's not good. Mm. It's real. I, I, I know some people will like it. I um, heard a lot of people really liked it, but I think they're diehard fans at this point. Yeah. That's it's, who it's for. Um, when I saw it, I think it's, yeah, 93% audience score on Tomatoes. I saw that and I thought, that's either it's actually quite, pretty good or his fans are just right it, high. It, and it's just his fans. It's just the fans. It's just his fans. Because I think most people now aren't going out to watch a Kevin Smith film. No. It's fine for the most part. It's like a Kevin Smith film. It's a Clerks film. And that's fine. But it just... it takes a weird direction. I won't spoil it, but it takes a strange direction and you think, ah, okay, it's going to go with that for a bit and it does throughout the entire film and then it takes it even further and it's like, oh, okay, we're in this, okay, fine. And then it gets to the end and you're like, oh, okay, so that was the entire premise of it and that seems a bit odd considering the other two films. I, 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 it's disappointing. That's all. He's trying to to give some sort of hint. He's trying to... It's very emotional. You know when mm. you get older? He is now since he nearly died, isn't he? Yeah. yeah, and and the kind of the film's really about him, half of it, and then half of it's really meta. Well, it's, yeah. about um, his, it's about his heart attack, isn't it? Yeah. Pretty yeah, much. and there's some funny bits. There's a lot of callbacks, obviously, and um, but it felt forced. I felt like I was forced to be sad. <laughs> and I didn't like that I was forced to be sad because I didn't feel sad. I felt like I'm I'm watching this to have a good laugh. Mm. And I didn't feel like I was having a good time. And I was just like, "You take Kevin, you're taking me on this trip. And I'm just not, I'm in the back and seat. And I'm not, and I don't want to go. I'm kicking and screaming and I don't really want to go. All I want to see is funny references to things and funny jokes and weed and, uh, jokes about so the jay and silent bob reboot was more your thing then because i didn't hate that i was like it was fine i think so yeah i think i thought that was even worse do you remember when we last talked about kevin smith and i got salty about it and you called me out for being a bit of a bitch and you said what if it's your favorite film of the year and i went it's not gonna happen well i yeah because someone had to be um the let's go in with no expectations kind of guy because we have expectations of Kevin Smith now. So I did, and I went in there with not high expectations, just just, just no expectations, mm. and it just was disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I watched three... Uh, I was going to say new movies. I don't know if one of them is this year or if it was last year, but first I watched the brand spanking new Hellraiser movie. Oh. Which is all right. I am not a massive fan of... Okay, I've only seen the first Hellraiser movie. I was going to say the movies. I've only seen the original one. I wasn't a fan. Um, I like Cenobites and Pinhead is cool, but I I watched watched Hellraiser probably in my 30s and it just felt kind of dated and, and I don't think Pinhead is in it very long. I don't think he is. He's not in the book either. Hellraiser is an old Clive Barker horror movie 
which I've learned a bit more because I've been watching some things on Shudder. It's a whole kind of universe BDSM thing as well. Uh, but basically, there is a scary box. And if you play with the scary box, some scary pinheads and some Cenobites will come out and tear your soul apart. That's the best one I've ever done. That was pretty good. It does sound kinky. No, it doesn't. (laughs) There's a lot of of hooks in a lot of flesh in the... In both, to be fair. Um, so that came oh, out. Oh, is it, is, is it like, um, who's that fucker who made those art pieces? Um, carry on. <laughs> my, my wayward son. <laughs> Just carry on. When, now, now I want to know. Are you thinking of, yeah. I don't know, Van Gogh? No, 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 no. It, it'll come to me. They actually uh, released a video game based off it. And it's of all about like did. insertions and like buttholes. And but it's like it's a horror. Buttholes? This isn't buttholes. It's, it's it's horror based, but like it's all about like long things and insertions and like you know little holes and yeah. Are you I'm sure this just isn't a fantasy of yours? No, okay. it's a guy. It's Nine a guy. Um, it's a certain art style by a certain um, a guy, and I forgot the guy's. It's, uh, I forgot the guy's name. I forgot <laughs> HR. Giger. Geiger. 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 Oh. Yeah. Is it like that? Where in, like the pins going in and, and that's a mental is reference? That, I don't know. All the Geiger stuff I know is like mostly Jonathan Davis from Korn's microphone stand yeah, and Alien. And Alien. Yeah, he did. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so the first Hellraiser came out in 1987. <laughs> I don't know if Geiger Such did a weird fucking tangent that had no relevance. <laughs> She said it was like BDSM related, so I thought, oh, if it's a horror and it's due with pins being inserted. It must be buttholes. Yeah, you've just been watching hentai again, haven't you? Yeah, I know. Just like the Russians. (laughs) What's happening? He's not had his beef yet. No, he hasn't. So, the the first Hellraiser, a woman discovers the newly resurrected, partially formed body of her brother-in-law. She starts killing for him to revitalise his body so he can escape the demonic beings that are pursuing him after he escaped the sadistic underworld. I saw that movie. I didn't really realise that was what it was about. That's the original one. The new one is much more Cenobite heavy, which is nice. Mm. Um, I feel I feel like I can't explain... Cenobite, you know, Pinhead is the main Cenobite. It's just Pinhead, right? No, there's a bunch of White face, loads of pins. Yeah, but I mean, in terms of a description, it's just the leather bodysuit, white face, pins coming out of his head. He looks like um, fucking the dude from Slipknot. So there is, I don't know, maybe four or five other Cenobites as well, because when you get to the the Hellraiser sequels, there are more. Um, So they look quite fun, but it's supposed to be based more on the book which I haven't read, but it is a bit more of a, a kind of basic story. Girl finds the the cube that we previously talked about, and if you fuck around with the cube, it will stab you, and then the Cenobites are coming to get you. And it's more mm. about, well, not more about, but it's about temptation and the different configurations of the cube is different things and different wants, and, and it's kind of like that. I've seen a lot of people be mad at it. Is that because it's got women as the lead? Uh, most people didn't really complain about that too much on a few of the Facebook groups, but they were just like, oh, I just thought it was boring. Like, it just, if we were going to be knobs about it, I imagine that people think Hellraiser is a thinky horror and this is not so much thinky. 
it's a bit more basic, a bit more accessible. Mm. But um, Brody sat and watched it for like 20 minutes as well. So she gives it two paws up. Um, <laughs> I would watch it. I would re- I'd recommend it even if you haven't if you haven't seen the first one or the original one. It's quite a fun movie and the Cenobites look great. I also managed to watch Bullet Train. Yeah. Did you guys see that yet now? Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's no. right. Yeah, you watched it. Uh, we talked oh, about it like two episodes ago. It's super fun, right? It's super fun. It might be my movie of the year. Spoiler. It's certainly in consideration for mine. Look at him looking smug, like we're fucking. He's such a snob because we like some silly, fun Not a action film. film, and he's like, "Oh, well, where's the fucking metaphors?" Metaphor. I actually just read something funny and I smiled. I wasn't Bull referring to shit. you. I was. I was legitimately reading something. So now you look like an asshole. So carry on. Nah. You can both be assholes. It's fine. Well, Dan wants to put things in him, apparently. <laughs> doesn't. Bullet train. Five assassins <laughs> aboard a swiftly moving bullet train. That's really badly written IMDb. That doesn't make any sense. Um, they're, they're all doing missions, basically because that's terrible. Uh, Brad Pitt, Joey King, Aaron Taylor-Johnson. I love Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt was amazing in this, but Aaron Taylor-Johnson, little Georgia, was so fucking mm. good in this. Yeah. He not quite stole the show, but possibly. I thought he was, he was, he was my favourite. He was very fun. He was very fun. Um, Michael Shannon in this, Sandra But There's so many people in this. It's, Logan and It's Lerman. a really good cast, yeah. Bad Bunny. Yeah. Um, that guy from Heroes. Massey, yeah, the guy from Heroes, hero, (laughs) hero from Heroes. I was watching him and I was like, "What do I know him from?" Um, But yeah, that was a super fun movie. Not going to say anything else about it. But yeah, a bunch of assassins on a train, super fun. Highly recommend that one. And then uh, Helen Bennett, Papa Bennett, and I watched Ghostbusters Afterlife, which is not that new. Is that even this year? I don't know. Was it no, last year? I don't think it is. That was last year? I think Maybe. so, yeah. I just never got around to it. Anybody watch it? No. It was really I, good. I, the problem I have with it is it's got Finn Wolfhard in it, and I don't, I don't like him. <laughs> he's not a main character. He's not in it enough to be a... Like, he's not the main kid. You. you yeah, probably... but, I mean, he's just got one of those annoying faces that I want to smack. He's very angular, but, isn't he? The boy yeah. The best thing he's ever done is the pop videos. Uh, Yeah, it was last year. Because I remember everyone, um, everyone, not everyone, but a lot of people, again, hating it when it came out. Um, I just thought it was a nice... At least it's an original story. Yeah, and it it tied back to the other ones. We, you know, we can ignore... I mean, I didn't hate the Ghostbusters with all the ladies in it, but Chris Hemsworth was the best part of that movie. Yeah, the fact that it was just like a, a nice story and they connected it back and just nice and basic. And um, yeah, I just really enjoyed that one. <laughs> no, I've had nice it. and basic. <laughs> just like nice a basic, basic story. How we like there it. are ghosts, like kids fight ghosts. You know, they aren't afraid of no ghosts. There's a lot of callbacks to the, to the old ones, which is nice. There's tiny stay puffs. There are tiny stuff, and I'm still really upset that my parents wouldn't let me name Jenny Bennett Egon when she was born because that is what I wanted to call her when I was four when she was born. I think I'm Egon surprised Bennett, you don't just call her that anyway. I don't know why it didn't stick. Egon, Egon Bennett is a fantastic name. Hey, hey, 
This is podcast. He, he's my friend. You have a friend? You have a car? It's Cadillac. Hey, dude. We need a ride. Do you know how to drive? He doesn't. He failed his driver's test three times. Get in the back. A uh, quick side note for the editor. I know what's. I think I know what's happened to your mic. The directional. Uh, um, it's not in. It's not pointing at your face. If I talk in this side, is this better? Yes. Yes. Oh, I didn't know it did that. It's pointing it, backwards. Yeah. Oh, I thought it just went. This, yeah, the squiggles are bigger. I thought it went. Yeah. Just all around. So apologies for the audience. I've turned my microphone the right way around now, so I probably sound better. That's gonna fucking. I'm gonna have to do two mixes now. Yep. yep. Do you want me to just turn it back? <laughs> no. Fuck. No. It sounds bad. No. No. I didn't know that was a thing. I thought we're keeping this all just... in. We're keeping this all in. That was a thing. I just we're 116 episodes in, Pen. I thought hell. microphones just picked up the music all the, like the music, the sound all the way round. It's a round. I didn't know it's no, got a this front is and a back. Mine's got... pointed at a certain direction, and mine is the same. <laughs> yes. You work in the music industry. <laughs> I listen to music. I don't make it. Yeah, but you know how microphones work. No, right? I don't. Apparently she fucking doesn't. I don't. Why? I do not know. I now don't know how to talk. Hang on. Does this sound better? Yes. Okay. But the name's... Oh, no, made... wait. No, it doesn't. You've got a load of glue. I've got Just wood glue together. that you keep thinking is barbecue sauce. Well, that is true. <laughs> I did make me laugh. Easy though. mistake. It's fine. We'll sort it out. We're good. Right, Andy. We'll sound better. What did you watch? Well, it's really interesting. <laughs> We'll just carry on like normal, shall we? <laughs> yeah, no, some of that may stay in. We some don't of know. it will stay. It'll be a good intro. I don't know how this works. <laughs> well, it's very interesting that you were talking about a Clive Barker book, Ben, because oh. this week we watched a film also based on a book. We watched Jaws. Oh, I thought you were going to be like a Clive Barker book, not... No, yeah, I thought so. No. Yeah. We watched Jaws, which of course is fantastic. We don't need to say much about it because it's just... What's super- Jaws, Andy? Jaws is about a big fuck-off shark. Oh, is it? Yeah, and a drunk man who drives a boat. And uh, the <laughs> boat's not big enough. <laughs> and the, the boat's, boat's not, not big, big enough. Yeah. And they might need a bigger boat. They might need a bigger I've boat. Just made and that also, joke. Spoiler. the Spoiler. mayor is an arsehole. Like, Chief and he's Brody still the mayor him, in the second one. <laughs> what? How is he not? He's like the fucking Tory government. You can't get rid of him. Brady tells them there's sharks in the sea. And instead of being like, nah, we've got to shut the beaches. He's like, no, send everyone into the sea to make it look good. And then a child gets eaten. Natural selection, isn't it? And a dog. A dog oh, gets eaten no, as well. no, that's not good. Does a dog get eaten? Yeah, that's... it's implied that a dog gets eaten at the same time. And it's it's, it's a sad time. So we watched that. Uh, it was The book itself was written by Peter uh, Benchley. Peter Benchley. Who had a cameo in it. He was the news reporter who says, yeah. it's the 4th of July down here at Amity Island and come get in the sea. Was this the 1940s? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> get in the sea, in see? The sea. sea here. And get eaten by a shark, see? He has had another couple of his books turned into films. And I thought I might read the brief synopsis so we can work out if there is a thread. What the films are. Well, so I'm going to read the synopsis of the books, but let's see together if we can work out what the main theme of all of his books are. Does that sound like a fun plan? Yeah. What's this segment called? Andy's Book Club? Does that have a name? Sure. Let's call it Andy's Book Club. Why not? Does it need a jingle? Because I can make a five minute jingle afterwards. (laughs) Yeah, make a jingle. Make a jingle. Five minute jingle? Here it is. I'm (laughs) in. 
There's a book over there, no it's not, that's my book, she's got books, lots of books, he's got books, lots of books. There's a book over there, very far from a book, there's a book, in a book, in a book, in a book, it's the Andy's Book Club film thing. <laughs> wow, what a great jingle that was, can't believe it only took five minutes. <laughs> We did it again. Like, oh. Oh, I hope there's like uh, pages no, fluttering. No, yeah. no. You're so, an idiot. Because that's more work it. for me. Five minute jingle you means I do on the fly. You last time with the kazoo I think, solo. I think yes. we should film, we should give you a five, five minutes and you've got to do the best you can and incorporate our ideas as well. What's the idea? Fluttering pages. Fluttering pages. Fine, yeah, you know, right. like, you know, I'll tell you what, it can sound a bit like this. Everyone quiet. <laughs> Right, that that didn't pick it up. <laughs> no, no, not really. Mine's working. Okay, no, well, you you've just hit effect. the mic. You just hit the mic with it. Well, I've got squiggles, so I assume I'll find a high noise. quality one. All right. For fuck's sake. So this is his. So Jaws was written in I think seventy four, and obviously the film came out in seventy five. So his next film, his next book was called The Deep. Fish. It is fish. Or the sea. Now this was turned into a film in 1977. Oh, he did well. Also stars it. Robert Shaw. Hmm. From, of course, Jaws. Now let's, let's, let's pull up a pew and let's have a look. Why can't I find the fucking book synopsis? This is way too long. <laughs> We're not going to talk about the deep because I can't find a synopsis of the book. Instead, we'll talk about his. So hang on, you're like, shall I read the synopsis of the? That's shall the whole pre- premise of this segment, and now you can't find it. So, so we have to do I we have to us. cut that whole bit out, or do we leave <laughs> no, that in no, when you no, find no, it? No, leave it, in, leave it. Uh, so this is his 1979 book synopsis, called or synopsis of his book called yeah. The Island. Now, don't forget, this was turned into a film in 1980. The reboot in, was Hugh McGregor. No, well, maybe. It came out in 1918. It starred Michael Caine. Michael, Michael Caine. Caine. Oh, Michael <laughs> Caine. Michael Caine's in Mr. Wayne. Michael I'll read, Caine. I'll read the film, the film adaption note from Wikipedia shortly afterwards. This is the plot summary. Do we need any nice backing music? Dan can add, add it in post. Blair Maynard... A divorced journalist in New York City decides to write a story about the unexplained disappearance of yachts and other small boats in the Caribbean, hoping to debunk theories of the Bermuda Triangle. Huh? <laughs> that sounds that is confusing. About yachts? What, people not, on hang the yachts? On, that's the first just... line. He goes yeah, and has a, he studies small boats and stuff to see if they disappear in the triangle to try and prove yeah. the triangle's not real. Correct. Are we talking? Are we talking about like unmanned bot yachts or just yachts in general? No, just no, no, going no. So away. You know what the Bermuda Triangle is, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. But like, like, is it? Are they manned or like, are they out to sea? Yachts. Okay. He wants to know on. if he's sending out empty yachts to see if they fall oh. into the triangle. Or are they just going missing? Like, oh, where's my yacht gone? No, it's it's so people on. Um, <laughs> I'm not explaining the Bermuda Triangle. This okay, is fucking. No, he has weekend custody of his pre-adolescent son Justin, and decides to mix a vacation with work, taking his son taking along. Taking him to the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> they fly fucking to Miami, man. to the Turks and K 
Cassius Island's chain. I've guessed that pronunciation. It might be okay. But while on a fishing trip, are captured by a band of pirates. Oh, that's not where I thought that was going. I thought he was like, I'm going to prove the Bermuda Triangle's not there. Let's go on holiday. The pirates have amazingly remained undetected since the establishment of their pirate enclave by Jean-David Noir. The notorious French buccaneer... Pirates. Oh, fuck. How do you pronounce that? You didn't think this through. Oh, before no, you I didn't. Did it. Well, no, because nope. you couldn't find the last one. The notorious buccaneer La Onlonaise. Wee, wee, wee. In 1671. The pirates have a constitution of sorts called the Covenant and have a cruel but workable society. They raise any children they capture to ensure the survival of the, con- of the colony, but kill anyone over the age of 13 years of age. This Insh- is stupid. <laughs> In short like order, Peter Pan? Do you know what hasn't helped? I haven't got my glasses. <laughs> so Andy's uh, just making this up because he can't read the uh, words. Maybe I should zoom in. That's too much. In short order, Justin is brainwashed and groomed to lead the pirate band, not a musical band, much to Maynard's horror. Maynard tries repeatedly to escape and finally attracts the attention of a passing United States Coast Guard cutter called the New Hope. The pirates attack and capture it, but Maynard is able to use a machine gun... What? Is able to use a machine gun aboard to kill most of the pilots and to win Justin and his own freedom. This sounds like one of those trailers that gives away the whole movie. This could be a music video. Like, this this could just be a music video. Four minutes long. I think think I'd prefer it, yeah. The film adaption, released in 1980, was directed by Michael Ritchie, was based upon the book. Benchley wrote the screenplay and it starred Michael Caine and David Warner, Opens to negative mm. reviews and was considered a box office flop. It's because it sounds <laughs> boring. Yeah, but because it's Jaws and they're like seaside. That's the one. sea, isn't it? That's the thread. I would. Would you like to hear his next one that was turned into a film? This film, this book was released in 1991, uh, and is called Beast. Any guesses ah, what it might be about? I think I, is this the one? What? No, that's the different one. Um, that's the one about the buttholes. No, I think I'm thinking of Sexy Beast. Um, Ray Winston. <laughs> Ray Winston. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Very different. I, is it? Is it? I'm okay. I'm guessing it's something. A beast in the water. <laughs> the Loch Ness you, monster. Loch you, Ness. That's a good shout. Yeah. Ooh, you're both going. Yeah, you both going for Loch Ness, or yeah, that's a good shout. Yeah. But no, wait, wait. wait. Is wrong, it Deep obviously. Blue Sea? <laughs> is it Deep Blue Sea? <laughs> the prequel. If only. <laughs> Um, so here's the here's the plot. A fishing community in Bermuda oh, is disrupted. Bermuda. <laughs> no, wait, is disrupted Bermuda. by a series of mysterious disappearances at sea. Oh. Veteran fisherman Whip Darling suspects Whip the truth. Whip Darling. Wow. Whip Darling. Whip Darling suspects the truth, and after uncover after discovering two large hooks, advises confidant Marcus Sharp, a local navy pilot that the culprit is a Latin word meaning a giant squid. Right, it's the Ah. Kraken. A marine biologist called Tally also guesses the truth after the latest disaster and convinces the millionaire father, Manning, of two of of the victims (laughs) to find a hunt... For the creature, the Why local. Anyone just called Steve. <laughs> I, don't, I have no idea. 
Um, I've just realised that Manning is actually uh, uh, the the uh, actor's name. The local mayor attempts to overrule all parties and participates in an exploratory mission on a mini submarine, but is killed when the creature destroys the vessel. Spoilers. Darling's Darling's crewmate also perishes. <laughs> this is not. A, this is why I don't watch trailers. This is not a synopsis. This is. Oh no, summary. this is the plot. This is the plot summary, yeah. It sounds like uh, Jaws was a bit of a one-off. <laughs> well, we've got one more to talk about after this. Uh, Although reluctant to participate any further, Darling is blackmailed when Manning assumes ownership of his outstanding mortgage. Darling, <laughs> Sharp, Tally and Manning embark on a new hunt, although Manning is later killed mortgage. in an accident. It's not a fixed rate. It's <laughs> pissed off. <laughs> Liam, can you help us out? Help him out, please, with a new mortgage, right? It's a variable. He's uh, he's expecting a rise. <laughs> the creature is attacked by hormones Tally cultivated from a dead giant squid and threatens to sink their vessel. Darling uh, wounds uh, the creature. Uh, uh, hang on. She she finds an, sorry she finds another giant squid and gets I its hormones so. and and then puts them in the new squid. Yeah. You know. Yeah, what's difficult okay. to understand? No, 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 she doesn't put them in the new squid. She uses them to attract the giant oh, squid. Oh, okay. They're pheromones. Yeah. Uh, threatens to sink the vessel. Darling wounds the creature, and it's struggling, attracts a sperm whale, which kills the squid. <laughs> Returning to land, the group are oblivious to the fact that some of the squid's spawn have survived and due to overfishing will grow to adulthood unchallenged. <laughs> What? Is he just, mad, just madly in love with the sea, I guess? It's just, just giant just, just giant shit. Yeah. Uh, okay. Do you want do you want to know about the um adaption? Yes, please. Absolutely. Beast <laughs> was adapted go? into a TV movie called The Beast in ninety six, starring starring William Peterson, he was of course Gil Grissom in CSI. Yeah. As, as Whip Dalton, name change from Wait, Darling. Darling. Well, because the Darling bit was the problem, not Whip. Yeah, not obviously. the Whip. Uh, yeah, not that. Aside from an altered ending with the squids killed by an explosion instead of a whale, Marcus's character being female, Manning being unrelated to any of the squids' victims and only wanting it as an exhibit in an ocean park, Whip's teenage daughter having a subplot, and the setting being changed from Bermuda they to were the exactly Pacific the Northwest. Same. The film is regarded as very faithful to the source material. <laughs> the film was well received and earned high ratings, both earning a nomination for the Daytime Emmy Awards and encouraging future adaptations of Benchley's other works, such as White Shark and uh, such as White Shark being adapted as Creature in 1998. Guess what we're going to look at now? It's White Shark. He fucking loves the fish. <laughs> He does, doesn't he? So this 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 is the last one. And I think this might be one of the best things I've ever read. Oh. This kept me on tenterhooks the entire time. So he's had, he has read this one. So he has I read, read this I read one. this one and thought we need to talk That's about That's why this. it was the best one he read because it was the only one. <laughs> it was it was in fairness it was. Sure. Uh, so this is called White Shark to avoid confusion and to capitalize on the mini series. The book was republished in 1997 as Creature, and we'll work out why as we go through the plot. So, 1994-7. At the close of World War II, Nazi scientist 
Ernst Kruger perfects a biological weapon he calls Devisa High, the Great White Shark. He, that's, a, that's already a name for something. Like, what? you can't just name your weapon the same thing as another thing. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Why do all these creature films just suddenly they go back to Nazi Germany they at some all point? Do. Like, all this do. is like yeah. all the, the sci fi movies, though, because you've obviously you got Sharknado and then. There was what ones did we see? Snow Shark, and there's Lava yeah. Lantula, and yeah. there was this, there was this one might... about like a big uh, mega conda versus giant alligator something. or something. Yeah, but this, this, might... this is this is original. This is yeah. before all of them. So. so this might be a bit of a spoiler, but at some point, Cat and I are going to do the five elements of shark films. Ooh, that's exciting. Okay, so you know. I say that. We've been talking about that for six months and we've still never done it. Buckle up. Anyway, uh, perfects a biological weapon he calls Devisa High. The weapon is packed in a casket-like box and loaded aboard a German submarine to escape the Allied capture of Germany. When the submarine is attacked and sunk in the Atlantic Ocean, all hands, including Kruger and the box containing Devisa High, are lost at sea. Wait, is it an actual weapon or is it a shark weapon because I just assumed it was a shark weapon until you said you put it in a box well we'll wait and see decades later unsuspecting divers find the wreckage of the German submarine and recover the box becoming the great white sharks first victims and inadvertently releasing it into the waters off Long Island where it kills sea mammals pets and random people question so he makes a weaponized shark. <laughs> this is great. He puts it in a box. <laughs> yeah. What's wrong puts it on yeah. with water in it, I'm assuming. Right, yeah. yeah. But he just yeah. he puts it in a box and then he puts it on a submarine and then it lives in that box for years yeah, not being goes, able to get out. No, it goes into like some sort of cryostasis. Of course it does. Okay. I'm well, sorry, it's just science. Yeah. 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 Like with um, the big anaconda, the, whichever one it was, there was a there was a meg- megalodon or me- a mega alligator type thing, and they couldn't kill it. Oh no, it was the snake, and then they couldn't kill the giant anaconda, so they fed hormone injected chickens to the <laughs> to the alligator to make it big enough so it would kill the anaconda. But then they've just got a giant alligator left over. I love that sort of shit. They're idiots, aren't they? So it's killed sea mammals, pets, and random people. The novel's protagonist, a marine biologist named Dr. Simon Chase, examines what a normal sev- name. Surprisingly so. Yeah. Examines several of the victims' corpses and concludes that the attacker can't be a sea creature since its teeth and claws leave metallic traces. Metal shark. Oh, oh wait, you know, because it's from Germany, it probably does have metal teeth or some sort of mechanical. That's because he made it, isn't it? Mechanical thing going on. Yeah. So maybe it didn't need water in the butt. Wait. I did, mm, I heard this is stupid. Maybe it's steam powered. <laughs> steam powered shark. Steam steampunk shark. Steampunk shark. That's cool. I bet it's got a top hat and goggles. I was going to say, yeah, say, say top hat, hat and goggles. Yeah. The creature's exact nature. Mr. Shark. 
The creature's exact nature is not described or revealed until near the climax, when Jacob Franks, a Holocaust survivor, tracks down the protagonist and reveals he was forced to assist Kruger's experiments to create an amphibious human to act as the ultimate commando soldier. All of Kruger's test subjects were too weak to survive the experiments until they were given a psychotic SS officer, an ex-Olympic triathlete, who was surgically altered and psychologically manipulated into becoming Devicer High, including the implantation of steel claws and teeth. Sounds like Metal Gear Solid. Um, that's... <laughs> Before sealing him into the box, Kruger also put the shark into a hibernation state, which enabled him to survive for decades following the war. What what happened in between um, Bermuda Triangle writing books about Bermuda yeah. Triangle and and then going, you know what, I haven't done yet. We haven't talked about Nazis in a while. Yeah, yeah like uh, from from Jaws to from Jaws this. to this. Yeah, it's such yeah. a it's such a journey. It's a, it's a downward a decline, isn't it? I'm happy to say it. You say downward. I say medium. <laughs> Dan says I say yeah. medium word. Dan says consistent. consistent. Flat line. Flat line. <laughs> uh, which enables him to. Franks also explains that Kruger had taught the shark how to drain his lungs and breathe air. Fuck but off. Not, how but can not, you train the shark? But not. <laughs> But not how to reverse the process, meaning that once the sh once the shark comes ashore, he will be unable to return to the water. Alarm! What's he doing on the shore? Is he walking on his little tail? Yeah, what's how is he going to move? Is he rolling? <laughs> Alarmed, Chase reveals to Franks that this has already occurred. So he's already on land now. He, I, by this point, he's already With his on little land. Flippers. <laughs> he's got metal claws and teeth. He's got little flippers. <laughs> now, if he's if, if he's he walk, unable he's to return to water, just drown him. Yeah. Yeah. Or if he's rolling around on the beach, just shoot him. Well, all that. Well, yeah, but I assume if he's got shark hide, he's probably quite difficult uh, to shoot. Harpoon him. <laughs> but I think it's the same principle, Pen. I don't know. It's got they quite a tough kill, skin. Yeah, but they kill sharks all the time and it's bad. They yeah, but they normally use like compressed air in Do a they? tank that Brody then shoots oh. whilst he's hanging off a boat. Yeah, Certainly true. in Jaws, which so far is the most realistic of all of the books that we've looked at. <laughs> now, yeah. if he can't go back into water, the, the best yeah, way to kill off. him is to drown him, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. It's the most sensible way. And the irony of drowning a shark man, superb. However, yeah. Chase and his helper lure the shark into a decompression chamber and explode him. I mean, that's quite fun. That's though. the end. That's the end of the plot. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it ends. I kind of want to see a shark man explode in a chamber, though. Like, I want to watch the last five minutes of that movie. I also want to see it waddle around on land. <laughs> Yeah, it might into be. a chamber. Is it like it might, doing the worm? Is it? It like might a, be one of the greatest books of all time. And was this, this this one a movie or no? It was turned into a mini series released in 1997 called Creature. Okay, well, I want to watch the last episode of that and watch it flail around on the land and then get into a chamber and explode. Oh. Uh, so White Shark was adapted into a 97 miniseries called Creature. The film was set at a top secret, uh, top secret island military base instead of a science lab. Additionally, 
Instead of an amphibious human, the titular character was redesigned as a human-slash-great-white-shark hybrid capable of evolving legs, arms, and lungs. No. Of course. Fuck of course. That's cheating. That's it. cheating. Yeah, that is cheating. No, that is cheating. It starred Craig T. Nelson, uh, Kim Cattrall. Uh, it was filmed on the Caribbean island of St. Lucia and in Vancouver, two very different places. To take advantage of the movie's publicity and to avoid confusion with sharks, the book was republished as Creature in 1997. Uh, it has got an IMDb rating of five. Not bad. Certainly not I've good. I've seen worse. Yeah. It's four hours long. Four hours? Fuck off. <laughs> I, That's like I one just had hour to... IMDb and a bit point an hour. I just had to remind myself that it's a mini series, so it's probably oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. But I did initially go, that's fucking excessive. So Peter Benchley, who died in 2006, he, he came, came out like a few years after, down the line saying that he felt bad that he had All ruined sharks shit. for people. <laughs> oh, with Jaws, not with anything <laughs> with, else. Well, with Jaws and then everything else he did. Like he became an advocate for... Um, for because yeah, he's like sharks are like, going to get you and then he's like oh they're not yeah. really sorry but he didn't believe his writings contributed to shark depopulization but he did they definitely did he did express regret with the tone of his writing about sharks which he felt indulged already present fears and false beliefs about sharks so he became an advocate for marine conservation swings and roundabouts because He's yeah. scared the piss out of people with sharks, but if he'd re- if anyone had read or seen his other stuff, they'd probably yeah. be like, yeah. "Sharks are nothing. Look at that Nazi swimming shark, shark metal man, man, fish, squid, triangle." Exactly. There's a book over there. No, it's not. That's my book. She's got books. Lots of books. He's got books. Lots of books. There's a book over there. Very far from a book. There's a book in a book in a book in a book. It's the Andy's Book Club film thing. Film out of the hat. It's our second last one. We've only got one more after this for the year. Um, where we have taken a film from said hat and we watched or already watched it unfortunately it was this two year weeks ago. i am winning the most a films lot. out of the hat by a country mile yeah. and also <laughs> the lowest rated i think yep. <laughs> <laughs> like well, considering i had love guru which was yeah. notoriously low. I've had some also quite high scored ones, and uh, yeah. I don't think you can say the same pen. Our averages are different, and we'll find also, out when we look at the stats before the end of the year. Yeah. You also had a dog film and one about farting, so <laughs> yeah. that also is a thing. And I think two films that she gave zero to. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> right. So this week was Penny's Dead Man on Campus. It was a 1998 film. Uh, it was a... Was it a comedy? <laughs> it was supposed to be. Comedy. Uh, starring Black Tom comedy. Everett Scott and Paul... Mark no. Paul Goslar. Mark Paul Goslar, who is Zach Gosselar. Morris. Pay some fucking respect, Daniel. Well, he uh, didn't pay any respect this, to Zach Morris by being in this dog shit film. He didn't pay respect to my fucking time. So, yes. <laughs> right. So, either way. Um, 
It's an interesting thought. <laughs> do we need well, a do we need a warning? I feel like No. I mean it's it's a ninety eight film, people. It's not very You can't uh, make this timely. Now. You cannot it's not make very this now. sensitive. So everything we're about to say, just bear that in mind and don't get triggered so easily. So we meet Josh. And Josh is going to college like all 90s people did in the films. <laughs> going to college on a scholarship. And he's doing, he's a doctory smart boy and he's good. Six he does year books. medical program. It was a long yeah. fucking time. Mm. And math. Oh. And math. Yeah, and he won a math award. He is a smart boy. He's a math fucking award. nerd. What a nerd. <laughs> what a fucking douchebag. Until. A guy called Cooper comes Cooper. into his life. Uh, he is his new roommate. And Cooper kind of introduces himself by one night coming into his room while he's not wearing it. Uh, while uh, Josh is not wearing any pants. Inviting a bunch of people in. Boxes. I don't know why he's being so prudish about yeah, it. Yeah, he's like, been very. He's just wearing big pajama boxes. He doesn't I think actual because trousers. there's some ladies there that he's got his eye on and he doesn't want to flash his erection around. True. <laughs> I deliberately wait until Dan was taking a shit. <laughs> flash your erection around. I've never heard that term. That's that's good. Um, yeah, and so he invites a bunch of people at his party while Josh is sort of like, I'm trying to sleep, but either way. Um, at this party, I really want a quick note. She's not really in it much, but um, Alison Hannington is in it, and I know Auntie I, didn't like her. I forgot that she was in it. I think I looked at the cast list and forgot. Uh, and have- the second she turned up, I genuinely went, oh, fuck off. She's very like, annoying was, in this, isn't she? She's, pe- she's annoying she, in everything. She plays the Extra. same character yeah. in everything. It's yeah. kind of just silly at this and point. And she, she, yeah. like, she's hanging out with a couple of girls and one of the girls is of colour. And she's like, doesn't she, she's like, these are my homegirls. Isn't that what your people say? And like, oh. Yeah, she's trying to be mm. awkward, girl. And you've yeah. got their other roommate, which is a nice cameo. Jason Segal. Jason Segal. Yeah. Which was odd I, seeing him be very, very angry. Yeah. yeah. I'm not a big fan of him either, if I'm honest. Oh, I like him. But then also my favourite, Linda Cardellini, was his girlfriend. She her. saved it, but she was in it for maybe 90 seconds total. Right. So Half of it, she was just wearing a bra, though. I mean, you know, it swings around about. Yeah. Every cloud. So we have our two main characters. Um... Yeah, the bully. I thought the I thought Jason would be um, a bigger thing in this, and it wasn't like it. Way before. This film is so fucking weird. It's really <laughs> it's so, weird. Yeah, I think this was before he was big. Yeah, yeah, but it's it's like two films in one. Like the first half of the film is something else, and then the second half is another yeah. thing entirely. And it's just yeah. it's like what this bit where they were like having the party took ten minutes. Yeah. And like, I thought it was set up for something, and it's not really. Yeah, they set just up dragged it out. Anything. Like They're why? Just setting up characters that don't really yeah, but, need setting up. Yeah, they're setting up. No. <laughs> like why drag it out so long? There was a point during this scene where I looked over at Milo, who was eating his dinner, and as a small child, he eats like a fucking animal. He had like tomato pasta sauce all over his face. And I spent probably three minutes watching him instead of watching this and then realized that it made me uncomfortable to watch him eat in general. But I would still rather watch that than this film. Like there's some girls at this party, which he likes. 
and he's going to get with one of the girls. But that whole subplot is irrelevant. Yeah. It has nothing to do with yeah. anything. It is, isn't it? He literally, this right girl, like, Alison Hannigan's friend walks in and they, like, like each other and they go out and they bang and then they get busy, like, Cooper and Josh get too busy in the second half and they don't really hang out. Uh, and it may, it, it's, un, it's unnecessary. <laughs> it's almost like it was badly written. Mm. Oh. Uh, Cooper does very little work and instead spends all his time partying and consistently fails his courses. He's like, man, I gotta wear my bong and I gotta smoke weed and uh, party. Why? College is our last time to be cool, man. Why aren't you being cool like me? About you disrespecting Uh, Zach Morris like this, though. I can't help it. Yeah, but he's disrespected himself. Yes. I don't have respect for a man I have no respect for in this film. I wasn't a big fan of Saved by the Bell, but Saved by the Bell. But I could appreciate that he was like the main glue that held that series together. Yeah. And yet, in this, he's just yeah, an absolute nice. prick. I like doing this. <laughs> like, it ruins Zach Morris for me. I know. Do you know what he reminded me of? Matthew Perry. Oh, that's unfortunate. I don't like that. Yeah. No, neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> Revelation. <laughs> but Cooper's father, um, uh, he's a bit of a... He pays for his tuition. So he's always failing, but his father's like paying for him to get in that's how he's always there even though he doesn't really do anything and josh on the he other doesn't hand, go to is, class for two months two mm. months imagine not turning up for two months um and josh is complete opposite so now we've got a dynamic in the, in the film because one of them is really smart and the other one is uh the normal um Studious Josh is led astray by Cooper's lifestyle and spends the first half of his year partying instead of studying. And he bangs Rachel and then it all, then he has a smoke and then it's just... In front of him! Because he likes to watch apparently, Oh no, that's Josh. Coo- no, Cooper's, no, Cooper. Cooper brings yeah. a girl back to the room oh, yeah. and they ah. share a room and he's just like, yeah, he doesn't want to stop. So he's like, yeah, he likes to watch. He likes to watch. And I'm like... He also said it was his first time. <laughs> yeah, he did. Which I assume it wasn't. I assume it wasn't. I think he was just doing it as some sort of kink, which is fine. I think he was just like trying to get her into bed and be like, oh, it's my first time. Mm." I mean, it obviously worked. Yeah. Eventually, Cooper is kind of swayed. Uh, Sorry, Josh is swayed into Cooper's lifestyle and he starts uh, starts a little bit more partying. He's turning up to late, late to classes now and they're all like staring at him and going, Mm -hmm. what the fuck are you doing? I'm so sorry I'm late. Which, to his horror, Josh then finds out that a condition on his scholarship is that passing is a passing mark uh, average each year. I thought he would have known that. Yeah, before fucking starting, if he's that he has smart. to have a he has to get a B in everything. B plus, yeah. For someone yes. doing a six-year med course and more than a a high-level maths, he is thick as shit. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he's told this and he's a bit like, what? <laughs> Moments. Um, meanwhile, Cooper's father uh, finally realizes Cooper is not trying to pass his course at all and threatens to pull his funding if he does not get a passing mark this year, leaving him in a similar position. What, is, mm-hmm. uh, what does Cooper's dad do for a living? Um, do you remember? He fucks that? toilets. He fucks toilets. <laughs> he has a toilet cleaning company. He does. The points for what oh, yeah. does Cooper call his dad? Oh, I don't know. The flushing fuck. Something the, like that. 
the toilet. Flushles, the toilet cleaning clown. Wow, so memorable. Uh, <laughs> it's so funny. So it's just so fucking it's funny. So funny. So funny. Did Kevin Smith write this? <laughs> Knew that was Not nineties Kevin Smith because nineties Kevin Smith Kevin could Smith write a good. film. Yeah, any Kevin Smith, I think, oh, except for Tusk's parents. Um, they find out about both of them. Uh, they find out about an obscure and academic rule that states that if a student's roommate commits suicide, then the roommate gets perfect marks for that year, regardless of any previous academic standing. So I looked this up to see if it was true. Mm-hmm. It's not. But apparently it kind of got traced back to this and another film that came out in 1998 called Dead Man's Curve, starring Matthew Lillard yay, and Michael Vartan. And it's basically, it's based on the same premise of if your roommate kills themselves, then you get right. straight A's. But from what I remember... I've. Unfortunately, I've seen Dead Man on campus more than the other one. The other one was I've seemed to remember was a bit more serious. And I think they try and kill someone rather than the route they take in this one. But when I tried to look up, like, is this uh, like an urban legend or is this true? It kind of seemed to point back to both of these movies that came out in the same year, which I thought was kind of interesting that someone got it from somewhere and it became a became a bit of a myth. Hmm. But yeah, don't don't try and kill your roommates or get them to kill themselves because one, yeah. that's terrible, and two, it won't do you any good. But this is a comedy film, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Cooper and Josh set out to find roommates who are most likely to commit suicide. There's our story. Uh, their first potential roommate is Cliff O'Malley, uh, <laughs> who <laughs> played by Lochran Lachlan Monroe. And yeah. I think I told this before. He was at the horror movie convention I went to last year and I asked him about this film. And I can't really remember what I asked him, but I basically kind of said, Hey, you were in Dead Man on Campus. How was that? And he did not want to answer that question. He <laughs> didn't. He was just like, Oh, yeah, that was a fun film that I did. And it what was, was a- he on? Was he on anything to do this role? Because no, Jesus he was Christ. just, but like he, I don't think he appreciated me asking him about this. No, film. I think not. he wanted <laughs> to distance himself from it quite a lot because he is a very insane, horny character. In this he's a, he's a bit wild. Yeah. He's, um, it's to the point though, where it's like, all right, calmed out. Like it's 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 too it's too much. It's too much. It is too he was, much. It's way he too was much. also in Scary Movie as well. Did we talk about? He's that? in a lot of stuff. Yeah, like he's nowadays he's, he's still relevant nowadays. Like he was in, in Riverda- Riverdale, like yeah. in the first few years. So that's why I think he. So was, was Zach Morris. Yeah, I think he was. Uh, that's why he was mad that I asked him about it because he doesn't want people to know he was in it. So he kind of introduced himself um, as when they meet him he's kind of out of a window of his window he, he's on throwing, a balcony yeah yeah throwing water balloons quite clearly shit-faced and they're like showing his arse i don't think he's shit-faced i think he is that's his manic Just, that's his character mental <laughs> much, yeah. illness yeah so um and he he doesn't stop 
throughout the entire film and uh, he's yeah. turned up to 11 all the way through he is all the time and it's just it's mad anyway um they realize with him after a while that he's most likely to get himself killed rather than uh commit suicide in a way like because he's so yeah like he's gonna like he's gonna fall off a balcony he's gonna fall off a balcony maybe later he's gonna get in a car chase maybe he's he's gonna die of an accident rather than be depressed and kill himself which is not what they are after so so yeah after a car chase with some police when he turns up and goes oh he pigs and then they chase them Mm -hmm. um and cooper and josh jump out of the moving car uh that's when they kind of end their adventure to get him killed this sounds so wrong but yeah Yeah. this is just how the story is but yeah they they end their adventure to to go to someone else this i think it was cooper's idea to go for josh right or yeah so they they basically go to the library well no and they go to a psychology the psychology building yes people are having because i'm a bit like no offense but like how did he even get into college like, because he is clearly mentally ill, and mm. so mm. is the. It's next not going to be realistic. It's, yeah, you got to. They, re- it's they not go looking for people, and the and jo- Josh works in the housing office. So the plan is he puts the thing through, so they get moved into their room. Yeah, and then ho- I was going to say hopefully, but they hope that they will kill themselves. <laughs> will they break into the psychology labs to? Um, oh, get the files. Get the files. Yeah. We also miss the whole thing, actually, we all miss the thing where Cooper, at the, before all this, he was trying to get Josh to kill himself so that he would get yeah, he's good like, grades. he's like, you do it. You've got nothing you to do. You do it. You kill yourself. Yeah. So you, I get good grades. We pretend it. Pretend doesn't he? And then he's like, no, you, Cooper, you do Doesn't he also do Samaritans it. as well? He joins. Like he works on the call lines. He, yeah, he joins the he suicide hotline because they are trying to think of ways how, if some, oh God, this is so awful. If someone was suicidal, you know, you should be like, don't leave them alone with knives and pills and things. So they're like, right, what do we need? Knives and pills. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so they give up on uh, Cliff and then they go. Next person is a Buckley Trank. I'll probably say any second name wrong. A Buckley, a computer geek who thinks Bill Gates wants his brain. <laughs> Because he's a conspiracy theorist and aren't all nerds and Reddit geeks and all. This before this before Reddit actually. So this was the pre-Reddit. Yeah. But yeah, he's um he's also a bit um, paranoid. Paranoid, yeah, to say the least. Everyone is very obviously paranoid. Uh, maybe not the last character, but the last character is completely different. So these the first two, I would say. The but. first two are genuinely mentally ill. Yes, not yeah, yeah. Time. yeah. So they they basically are trying to get all these guys to move in. So they're trying to get them to move in, and they get eventually get Buckley to move in. Um, after they move him in, they try to push him over the edge. Uh, first, Cooper poses as a suicide hotline volunteer, mm-hmm. as we talked about. And when He's Buckley like, calls, it's me, Buckley. I'm Bill Gates. I'm Bill <laughs> Gates. Bill Gates is a me. ghost. And he wants his brain. Then Cooper buys equipment that may assist in suicide, as talked about, rope daggers, prescription drugs. And as, jo- and, and as Josh, as he is trying to plant them around the dorm room, uh, Buckley that... Yep. 
sorry, this dude also says that he would rather kill himself than be caught by Bill Gates, and that's why they're pushing this. Did I miss that? Yeah, isn't he? He's like, I'd rather. He's almost going to kill himself to stop the apocalypse because if Bill Gates gets his brain, then yeah, yeah. he's smart and he'll start the apocalypse or whatever. Something. Uh, Buckley discovers the pair hiding from him with a noose and knife in hand. He thinking they're trying to kill him. The conspiracy is real, and he runs away from them because of this. And then finally, we come to our last contestant. Let's oh, hate Goth contestant, Matt. But we love Goth Matt. Matt, Matt Noonan. Moonan. We love him so uh, much. A moody rock musician um, who says piss off a lot. Is his he character. is. He's supposed to be British, but he's Australian. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's Australian because he was in. I think he was in Hop Deep Cut, Heartbreak High in the nineties in Australia. And then at one point, he's like, "You're not even British." I was like, "I didn't even think he was supposed to be British. I thought he was Australian." Was he supposed to be British? Do we think? It didn't I sound think like it was implied that he was supposed to be British rock star. British. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some songs about sperm. Yes. Home and away, or freaking neighbours. Oh shit. I'm just trying to find him to make sure he's in one or the other. So oh. hold that thought. Well, you don't know. Well, no. I haven't looked yet. I'm guessing. He was in Heartbreak You're High. He I was don't in know. it. He was in Heartbreak High. I don't know about. He's Australian. He's, he's got to be he's in one He's made or the a other. feature out of not knowing if it's going to work. <laughs> Let's do a feature where I read book synopsis that I can't find. Get fucked. The pair of you are bellends. <laughs> uh, what did you say? Home Sorry? and away. You say? Correct. He's in Home and Away. Yes. See? Fuck you, Dan. That worked. <laughs> you lucky fuck. <laughs> so Cooper, so he, he, yeah, he's just a moody musician. I can't really say much more than that. He's just a moody musician, says piss off a lot, and... Sings songs about being depressed and stuff. Yeah, and he sings songs about being depressed. His band suck. <laughs> That's all I can say. I can't remember what the band are called. Kiss My Ass. Kiss my arse, yeah. And there's and a joke about that for five minutes. They do bits of songs <laughs> and it's just like, the words yeah. of my sperm spewing forth my tragic germ. I can't remember anymore. But Later, Cooper catches so him edgy. singing show, uh, singing <laughs> show tunes. What is sitting alone in your room? And learns he was voted Mr. Happy in high school, leading them to believe he was only pretending to be depressed uh, to impress girls and make a name for himself in music. Cause I mean, it worked. That's, that's what you do. You you yeah. reinvent yourself when you go to college. He's the world's first emo. <laughs> in ninety nine. The world's first emo. Hey, he he's probably hey. he's probably not the first one. The world's no, first emo, but he's, no. he's certainly. I mean, the, the cure was he? probably the first emo. Facing the loss of his scholarship, uh, Josh then because uh, everything's gone wrong because this whole entire film to this point now is just like this isn't it. Oh, they, he does. They do their midterms, and this yeah, and before they decide to kill people or have yes. them kill themselves. He's like, I fucked up my midterms so badly. He's like, I would need four A plus plus pluses. So why don't they just study really hard? But no, no, that's why he, he says he's like, I he cannot can't. physically yeah. get four A. I need an A plus plus plus, so, uh, yes. and I need four of them, so I can't do it. So that's why when nobody kills themselves they're like he's got no other do some volunteering yeah. get some extracurricular work and you'll get you'll they'll see nah, that it's and all like, gpas hey. they need a they need a good gpa over there it's all different then what's the then what's the point if, of 
if they'd put yeah. this amount of effort that they're putting into finding mm-hmm. someone who they think might die into their work, yeah, exactly. they'd be sailing. So facing loss of a scholarship, Josh stands on the edge of a bridge because, oh, now it's all over because we, now I can't kill someone else. Bit. Yes, I we know, but Wikipedia doesn't care. What did we miss? <laughs> okay. What did we miss, Andy? Uh, so one of the... Oh, we missed the I important guess. plot twist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, was come back to it. <laughs> what was so that? One of the... Not roommates, but I guess he's like the next door housemate because they all live in a in a dorm. They live in dorms, don't they? So I think oh yeah, 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 yeah. We didn't we didn't mention him, but there's a because there's a whole weird storyline about they've got he's these got three, a blender and stuff. Because yeah, he, so they've uh, got a guy next door called Pickle who yeah. pops up every now and then, and they We're go to his blender. room and and he he brought all his stuff from home. And then there's this whole talking of pointless plot lines. There's like three guys that live across the hall and. They they catch them while they're looking at people to try and see if they're depressed, and then they pretend that they were making out. So now everyone there's this weird like yeah, yeah. unnecessary of them, yeah of them being gay. You're so anal. They hear from across the so they're like oh, just they're casual them. homophobia, you know. Yeah. So then they're like, right, let's go to let's go to Pickles' room. I'm go next door. We'll make margaritas. And they go in and Pickles like like Pickle, can we use your blender? And he's like, yeah, cool, whatever. And start making blenders, and then they try and talk to Pickle, and he. Oh no! They find his suicide note, and Pickle has taken a bunch of pills and is trying to kill himself. And what is worse is that Cooper's like, "Cool, you go to the housing office, move him in, and I'll start moving his stuff." And Josh is like, "No, no, he is alive. I am going to call an ambulance mm. and save him because." So they save him essentially. They do save so him. So there yeah. was his, that was the one chance that they had to actually have someone within their dorm die, and <laughs> Cooper takes the more uh, Josh takes the moral high ground and saves him. Meanwhile, Cooper's pissed off and upset about it because he's a fucking prick. It sounds I don't want to say better because that's not the right word, but to them it sounds the better in theory than it is in practice when they're actually faced with someone they know. Correct. So Josh is on the bridge, and uh, he's about to commit suicide himself. And Cooper tells Josh that he's not a failure and talks him down. When Josh comes down from the bridge, he reveals to Cooper that he was faking his suicide attempt so that the school would not fail him and Cooper would look like a hero to his I'm not father. sure that would work. They're like, they wouldn't kick out a suicidal person. I'm like, they probably would. I don't think. Well, they would... It'd be a health you help. risk. So, yeah. yeah. yeah and um, the film ends with Josh <laughs> narrating that he was given an additional semester to improve his grades, uh, in which he saved his scholarship, and that Cooper becomes a more serious student and did work uh, in the summer cleaning toilets for his father's business to learn how to eventually take over. None of them deserve those things, but that's the end no. of the film. Yeah. Uh, Penny, what do you think of this film that you picked? You picked. You're the one who picked it. So, <laughs> how do you pick it? <laughs> um, I have a feeling this is another one of those films, a bit like Biodome. So, we talked about how in the olden days on VHS, there would be trailers. And if you got certain VHSs, it would be the same trailers over and over and over on all these different mm-hmm. films. And eventually, you'd be like, maybe I'll fucking watch it. And I'm pretty sure that's... <laughs> Maybe I'll take a risk on this one. <laughs> yeah, and I, I've said I love Zach Morris, and I have, have a big soft spot for uh, Tom Everett Scott as well. I put this in the hat because it was a 90s film, um, 
that I had seen more than once. I don't remember the last time I saw it, but fuck, is it fucking weird and not very funny. Um, <laughs> it's just, I just didn't realise, like, I knew, I love Biodome. Would you, actually, would you rather watch this or Biodome, Andy? I'll tell you whilst I'm giving my review. Okay. Yeah, don't put um, this on Andy. This is on you. I mean, both, no, I mean both, I was, uh, both of you, I'm intrigued. Like, I stand by Biodome. I still really like Biodome. This is just... It's so fucking weird. There's so... Like we said, there's so many weird subplots that are unnecessary. Like um, Dan said, half the film is just setting up them failing at college, which is why they then have to find someone to kill them like it's yeah yeah i mean all of this you, could have been fixed if they pulled the fucking finger out yeah but then that's not a film, and that's coming it? from me i'm fucking lazy <laughs> like maybe if you got really fucking stoned and put this on in the background uh no i, I can detest it was not funny <laughs> no okay <laughs> I'm, I'm the experiment <laughs> i can test it's not funny. okay i take that back um it's not the worst film I've ever seen. It's not the love guru, but it's not. Don't rush out and watch it ever. Um, Man, we've I've watched got... some really shit films this yeah. year. Yeah, we've also watched some good films, to yeah. be fair. We have. So, been highs and lows. Yeah. It's been, yeah, it's an average um, year. <laughs> so it's not good, this film, but I have gone back to my old scoring. Um, it gets a point for Tom Everett Scott. It gets a point uh, from Mark Paul Gosler and it gets a point for the soundtrack because as Dan couldn't work out, it was Marilyn Manson covering David yeah. Bowie at the beginning. Yeah. And my third, that's my third a guess good sign. was corn. It's <laughs> always a good sign, isn't it? When Marilyn Manson, yeah. who is cancelled Yeah, but he was in a lot of 90s film. movies before he was. He was. Uh, he was. Well, that's why but I who was your, against him. You guessed Marilyn Manson. Who was your second one? And then corn. I can't remember. Um, so, yeah, I thought it was Mar- Marla Manson. The The other one was, um, <coughs> what was the other guess? I can't remember. I don't know. Oh, you were- I, th- uh, I thought it was um, fucking your favorite pen. Um, Angelix of the Core. Fuck. Um, Lost Boys. Uh, not Lost Boys. Um, Stand By Me. Fucking, he turned a singer. He turned into a singer. Oh, Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. Uh, oh, yeah, I you think Feldman. it was Corey Feldman. I was like, no, it's too good to be Corey Feldman. It sounded a bit Corey Feldman-ish. Um, a little well, that's bit. not a compliment. No, well, no, but not. Corey Feldman's music is a bit... No, it's bad. Know. I know so it's one bad. For, one for Josh, one for Zach, one for... The soundtrack. The soundtrack. Three. Oh, so a three? Yeah. You put this wow. in the fucking hat and you give it a three. <laughs> I haven't watched it hey, in a really long time. Remember when For I put films sake. in the hat that I know are going to upset people and Peng gets annoyed at me? You two do this. I don't yeah, do this. I, I Why didn't. do you two do this? I didn't. Oh, and God. then you started doing it. You wait. There's one. There's one. There's one little oh, chef's kiss of a gem that you're going to fucking hate, Andy. And it's going to be so good. I'm going to petulantly give it a 10. Good, because I love it. Mm, okay, I'll, I'll give it a zero. <laughs> Andy, what do you think of this film? Um, I uh, I was bored. Yeah, it's not gripping. Is That's it? it. I was bored. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I don't. I sort of don't. I've got a note here that says they're both bell ends, and the next note says, "Oh, it's ended." <laughs> like I don't know what happened in between. Um, 
nothing happened it was really slow it was really dull it wasn't very funny I was genuinely bored at one point about five minutes in I put some rum in the fridge because I thought I'm going to need this to get through the rest Mm. Um, but again the soundtrack was okay so it gets a two (laughs) fucking you two are the same Um, (laughs) in answer to your question would I rather watch this or Biodome Mm. I would rather have this on in the background than Biodome but I am aware this is easier to ignore yeah I am aware that I scored Biodome higher and I'm not entirely sure why because I fucking hated Biodome I put it down to the fact that I had just had a child and was running on other emotions yeah but I'm taking mm. that score it's written down on a spreadsheet now a spreadsheet is law yeah I'm not going to change it unless yeah. we watch it again and then I'm, I'm cutting that fucking down by two <laughs> So yeah, two out of ten for me, please. So how was it stoned off your face, Dan? Let's not let's not amplify that on the podcast. I mean, I'm fine with it, but yeah, just in case my mother's listening. Um, Hi, Dan's mom. Hi, Dan's mom. It's it's it, I just I never laughed. I never laughed. I mean, I, I know I'm apparently supposed to, but I, I just never found any of it funny. At all. Usually with one of these films that Penny comes along with, there's usually like one joke yeah, or two it's, jokes. It's, I'm like, ah, this was just not fucking funny. There's mm-hmm. like, the, there's one, there's one that I came close, like even like silly comedies like this, that like sometimes it's so silly that makes me laugh. Like there's one joke in this that I was just like, I give up. And it's in the first like 20 minutes where I think it's Cooper goes up to one of the guys in the dorm rooms and he's like, how, how's your day? And he's like, oh, I'm all right. My balls have a rash on it. And there's like a silence afterwards yeah, and I'm like, like okay. oh, is this, is this it? And I'm like, oh no. And I knew from that moment on, like, oh fuck, here we go. Boring, pointless, waste of fucking time. Um, there is no reason to watch this ever again. Uh, <laughs> I don't even think the soundtrack was that great because I didn't know who the fuck was singing it. Um, so it gets no points for me for the soundtrack. Um, it gets no points from me from the acting the acting's fucking awful everything is bad about this film oh, i love tom everett scott so much though it's it's fucking horrendous this is a two out of ten for me so two i wonder if it's <sighs> ouch yeah I, um, i'm trying not to blame the 90s but i wonder if, like again i like, say like at the time like that's that's what we had. No, there was that's, good 90s yeah, films. Yeah, and that's it. So, but yeah, no, I know it's, I'm not saying it's good. I'm not defending it. But yeah, eventually, because I don't remember watching, I've seen Dead Man's Curve, but I don't remember. It was more, I think it was more serious, even though Matt Lillard was in it. I just wonder if we were just a bit more used to shit. And this is, we, we spend a lot of time with the internet. We're used to, oh, you say shit and not like darker yeah, yeah, yeah. Content, just right? like it was just it was a perfectly fine movie back then in a sea of similar perfectly fine movies like that just not to get people confused we're not writing this low because of the content oh, no. of what no, it's, it's about it's terrible no matter if that was included or not like it doesn't we're not really writing on that like it's no. just like we said, shit drop they're gorgeous you couldn't really make that again but that film was brilliant yeah, way we better than that relatively much, Yeah, smart, yeah. and this was just it was it like, was fun and it was well written and well acted and this had none of those things. Yes. And there were just so many like the cast of this, like we said. I mean, I know it was like the early days, but like all those cameos and stuff. There were so many decent people in it. It's got a six out of ten. 
on IMDb, which is higher than I usually. They're, they are so fake. Those fucking yeah. reviews. There's ten out of tens on there and shit. And I'm like, they're not. They yeah. can't be real. They cannot be real. I, I will say this: the sound production was done by the Dust Brothers, who did the Fight Club score. So they obviously had like some sort of impetus to do something with it, but I don't know what it was because it's just dreadful. It's the final one. Please don't be one of mine. I can't take it anymore. It, how are we going good to end in. the year? <laughs> Is it going to be on a high or, or a low? low? Will one of mine pop up fucking eventually or will another penny one? I, I do have some good it. ones in there. We could end on that. Yeah, but, um, yeah. We hear that all the time. <laughs> so. They've been in there since the first fucking time. It's a damn film. Thank the fucking Lord. It's a damn film. <laughs> We're going to finish off the year with a film that Andy recommended to me many, many moons ago. Oh, so you've both seen it. That I didn't see. That doesn't mean I've seen it. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know. But he gave me the DVD of and I never returned it to him. I still think I have it. <laughs> um, we will be watching. But you don't know. You gave me... It's, a, it's either DVD or Blu-ray. I think I still have it. We'll be watching. Well, Andy oh, won't because he hasn't got the DVD. <laughs> well, he hasn't, yeah. he hasn't got the DVD. <laughs> I'll make sure and bring it back. <laughs> Watching the 2000 film, a horror thriller film. Who are you? Me? American Psycho, starring oh, okay. Christian Bale. Do you remember oh, now, we've Andy? All, we've all seen this then. Well, we've all seen this at multiple times. I know. Well, well, this will be a nice, easy it. episode. It'll be nice to talk about the, uh, what's the name, Bateman? Bateman. Patrick Bateman. Bateman. Patrick Bateman. Yeah. Patrick Bateman. I've got a real soft spot for Christian Bale at the moment. I just think he's a nice, grumpy man. So I'm, I'm going to be bang into this. It's, of course, got our good friend Jared Leto in it. Yeah. Willem Dafoe and, as well. And we can bring back the book nook. Oh, we yes, can. we can. Oh, fuck it out. This have is you read, great Have you read the book, everyone? <laughs> I have not. No. Oh, I don't man. know if I've got it. It's, um, I don't think I have. So to be very tough. on brand... Uh, I was about 15 years old and was waiting in my English class for the teacher to come in and start. And she walks in and she sees me reading a book and she's like, ah, I'm so proud. Somebody's reading outside of <laughs> class time. What are you reading? I was like, eh, it's nothing. So what are you reading? I was like, American Psycho. And uh, she was not impressed. And that film, that film, that book is a lot. The film is uh, Patrick Bateman, a wealthy investment banker, hides his psychopatric ego from his friends. Later, his, Jesus, big words, ideological fantasies escalate as he submits an uncontrollable bloodlust. Um, I love that you just battled through it as quick as you could. So if we I can pause, pick up on it. I have to think of the word. I'm like, shine you were, you were correct. You were like, correct. You are correct? <laughs> yeah, but that's bad, isn't it? There's me about to call you out on your pronunciation. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, This, if you haven't seen it, obviously it's well-known film. Uh, it's an incredible film. It's great. And go watch it. It's probably on Netflix. It's probably Don't on every watch the sequel. Service. Don't watch the sequel. Yeah. Uh, Doesn't the sequel have Mila Kunis in it? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we could watch it. I could put it in the hat. I've next seen year, it, but, but yeah. I... 
couldn't tell you anything about it. <laughs> oh, he's read something. He he's read something. No, I've, I've just messaged Kat giving her the usual update of what the scores were and the next film. Oh, yeah. And I heard from next door a very muted. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, it, this is the film that kind of skyrocketed Christian Bale, isn't it? This is what made him famous, this, this film. Yes, I read much. recently yeah. that he got... First of all, he was very grateful because Leonardo DiCaprio turned it down. And he said he got a yeah. lot of his films and a lot of actors, especially after Titanic and things, got a lot of films because Leo turned it down. And he also said that the makeup artists were laughing at him because he was getting paid less than they were for that film. Yeah. He, um, wow. so I also heard on a YouTube video the other day that he and the director, I want to say Kathy something, they struggled to get funding for it, signed up all the cast and crew except for the two of them. Oh, okay. Uh, and then he just, yeah. he just stuck around and wouldn't leave. Oh. And that's how he maintained the role. He oh. also met a load of Wall Street bankers like to get inspiration and yeah. they're like oh yeah we're here you're doing patrick bateman like that's amazing he's like yeah yeah he's a real psychopath and they're like wait what no he's a good, he's a, he's a good guy so about? Surprise me. yeah that's what we're in for he's got a good um he's got a good business cards yeah he does ivory. oh he does White, yeah. soft ivory i need to ask lewis about that because lewis is actually makes fancy business cards i should check with him if oh. they're actually as fancy as they sound Lewis can do this thing where he flicks paper and he can tell you the thickness of it just by listening to it. It's like magic. That's amazing. And he has a sword. Lewis? Yeah. Didn't you say he's allowed to walk around the street with oh, a sword? Oh, yeah, he is. He is, al- he is allowed to... No, yeah. he's allowed Thank to you. lead sheep over Tower Bridge. And I don't know why he hasn't done it yet. I'm really upset. That's uh, in two weeks' time. <laughs> American Psycho. Penny, what are... You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Unusual Suspects Pod and on Twitter at Unusual Podspect. I'm at Penny underscore Photo Pit. I'm at Dan Toxel. And Joyce is 21. Is it Christmas when this comes out? Oh, don't start that again. No, Halloween was not. a nightmare. You're doing the Halloween shit again. No, it's it's November by the time this comes out. Well, it's, it's November Christmas. the 16th. Mm. It's going to be yeah. awkward if it doesn't come out on November the 16th. <laughs> it is. Because we never well, do rap- anything like that. Um, as the current time recording, uh, once again, as you probably know, the country's gone to shit. So hopefully by the time you listen to this, there's some stability. I'm going to be prime minister. I'm going to have my turn. I've already put in my leave at work. Uh, Penny's apparently going to, but she told me in secret, she's just doing it for the payoff really. So she'll get fired, but she's really just interested in that kind of payoff. Liz Truss, I read today, she did 44 days, but 10 of them were national morning and two of them, they were off. So she literally did like 12 days or some shit. She's on sicky yeah. leave. Yeah, yeah, she literally did like 12 days. And all I know is that she did an interview where she didn't really say anything. And she sat quietly. Yeah, she just looked like a gormless fucking She prick. couldn't even outlast Doesn't her Doesn't she letters? get paid £144,000 yeah. no, a year? That now. They, did they? they? That now. Yeah. They've revoked it. Because uh-huh. yep, she, she was the, she's the shortest running prime minister at 44 days. The previous record was 119 days, and that is only because he fucking died. <laughs> I mean, she also died on her ass, well, to yeah. be fair. Died in our hearts. Oh, I'm glad they're not paying her. That's bullshit. Yeah. 
Anyway, I was going to say, we're Hang not going to talk about politics, but we just did, because we're going to distract you from the real world. But fuck it, that's rude anyway. Thank you very much for listening. More politics Thanks, next guys. week. Bye. Bye. Love you, bye.